Hello, my friend. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. Hello. Welcome back to another episode, my friend. I hope you had such a beautiful week. And it's crazy how the weeks, it's like the time goes by fast, but then when it's time to record another episode, I feel like it's been so long and I have like a little panic. Like, did I forget to record an episode last week? But no, it's actually just been one week. So I'm so happy to be here with you today. And today I am excited because I wanted to share with you kind of how the Gene Keys have been working in my life recently and it's really crazy. So I wanted to just kind of like share with you what came through for me this week. And I think this message is going to be for someone. Maybe it's you. I think it'll be very helpful. And the message is all about really letting go of seriousness And tuning into the joy frequencies, tuning into ecstasy and like what makes us feel good. And that is how we essentially are going to lose ourselves in the mystery of life and stop worrying so much about what our purpose is and like trying to mentally figure it out because that's been really happening to me like this week too. And instead, I was given the message to surrender to like play and joy and stop taking life so seriously. And it's pretty cool how I arrived to this message. So um, I'm going to share that with you. So in the gene keys, again, there are 64 gene keys. And these are archetypes. These are archetypes that we can all work with. And it's all like behavioral patterns. And so each archetype, also each gene key, also has an animal related to it. I think I talked about this in a previous episode, but Every shadow, gift, and city frequency has an animal associated with it. And so when I was working this week, I was looking out of my window, my office window, and there was this bug crawling on the window, and it looked kind of unusual, but I just, like, didn't think anything of it. And then I looked back a couple hours, and it was still there, and the shape was, like, odd. I was like, what is that? And... I realized that it was a ladybug and it was there again the next day. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so interesting that there's a ladybug. And so I kind of took a mental note of that because that's very odd um, to see a ladybug crawling on the window at my office. And then I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw my friend Melissa posted to her stories that she found a ladybug crawling on like the curtains or like the blinds in her apartment. 
she was talking about how like it was so strange that it was inside her apartment and then she was sharing like what the spiritual um meaning of the ladybug was and so i was like okay this is like coming to me for a reason this is twice that i'm seeing this let me look up the animal totems in the gene keys and see if there's a ladybug associated with the gene key and so i looked and i didn't find anything I saw that there was a lady bird and I was like, what the fuck is the lady bird? I thought it was a bird. So I was like, okay, I guess, I guess like there's not a gene key related to ladybug. So like, whatever, I'm just, I'm going to let it go. And then my mom today sent me a picture of her like outside in her garden and it was a picture of a ladybug that didn't have any spots. And so then she was looking up the spiritual significance of that because she thought it was like really strange. And oh, the other thing too that I think I think my friend Melissa said that her ladybug was yellow. I don't remember, but there was something strange about her. So it was like two kind of weird things. Like one was yellow and then my mom's had no spots. And so then I was like, what is going on with ladybugs? Like I need to look up again. Like, is there a freaking gene key associated with this? Because something is trying to like come through to me. And so um, I did a little Google search instead of just like looking up um in like the little totem whatever list and it turns out that ladybird is just another name for ladybug i guess like or like whatever the term they wanted to use in the gene keys and so it's actually related to the 46th gene key which is called a science of luck okay and the shadow frequency is seriousness and it was talking about how we can be so frick, and it talks a lot about purpose too, which is crazy because again, that's what this podcast is about. That's what I'm obsessed with. Ooh, 444 on the clock. Um, and I know that if you're listening to this, you're someone who also cares about your soul's purpose. Like you want to know like, what is your purpose? Um, maybe you are living your purpose or you're like trying to figure it out. I feel like we're always in this like perpetual state of like, what am I doing here? Like, anyways, you know, I always talk about that. So It was talking about that as humans, we can get so wrapped up in mentally thinking about like, what is our purpose? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And it just causes like us to stay in this lower frequency of seriousness, of like not taking, not having fun, like not really living in the moment. We're either obsessing, in this case, we'd be obsessing with the future because we're trying to figure out like, oh my God, like, am I taking the right steps? Am I doing enough? Am I being productive enough? Am I meeting the right people? Am I aligning myself with the correct opportunity? Should I be paying attention to this? Should I be doing more of that? And we're just like so caught up in this like mind game of like, am I doing enough? Or like, what should I be doing more of? Because it's just not freaking working. And I was talking to um, George today as well. And we were just kind of like reminiscing about how like his business, like he is in flow right now. Like his business is taking off. He's doing so well, um, you know, really tuning into like the technologies of online and really learning how to like harness the online spaces that he is working in. And like, it's so easy for him right now to make money. Like the money is flowing, the money is abundant. And it's really cool because we were talking about how it was such a struggle for him when he first started out and he never gave up. Like he kept going. It was very difficult. It was a lot of long hours. 
and just like not ideal but now he's in a place because he never gave up where it's just so freaking easy like people are throwing their money at him he is like loving what he does he have said he has such high energy for it and it's like really really cool and so um another thing that it talks about in the 46 gene key is like it's easy to fall into the state of like comparison okay also let me back up a little bit. I also drew three cards um, before I started this episode because this episode, I felt like I wanted it. I didn't have a specific topic that I wanted to talk about. Instead, I wanted to like really show you how the gene, like working with the gene keys is like showing up in my life through the animal totem and then like like researching and contemplating it but I also drew um some cards because I wanted to have a little more inspiration of like spirit what message do you want me to share on today's podcast is there anything like that you want to come through and I drew three cards the first one was you got the love which is all about like codependency and boundaries and like I drew this card earlier this week which is crazy and it was like where are you hiding or like using relationships to cover up inadequacy? And so I was really thinking about it and I was like, where do I feel inadequate? And it was like, okay, is it through social media? Is it like that? I don't want to show, like, I want to show up on social media because I want to share my message. I want people to find me. I want to help people feel better. I want to help people, you know, like on the path of purpose, on their spiritual journeys. But then there's a part of me that feels like it's just sometimes very frustrating or it's like, it feels like a lot of effort or it just feels like, what is the point? Or it just feels like, yeah, like what is the point? And so what I realized is that I also was holding on to a lot of like, what do I, I was worrying about what other people think about me and worrying about showing up as too much. Like, I have this thing where it's not that I feel like I'm not enough. It's that sometimes I feel like I'm too much, especially like when I am really excited about something or like really passionate about something. Um, because probably just of like past experiences in the past. And so it's like, sometimes I'm afraid to be so happy and positive because it's like, there's a lot of sad things going on in the world. And like, I don't want to like upset other people or make other people uncomfortable. But one thing that I've had to really focus on with myself is like, if I'm in a high vibrational state, I don't need to come down to match other people's energies. I can just stay high and let people raise to my frequency, but sometimes it feels uncomfortable. Like I'm shining too bright. And so like, I won't show up. And then I like, it's almost like, I don't want to brag about how good I feel or like what I have going on because maybe not everyone feels so good right now. But then I was like, what kind of disservice is that? Because I deserve to be happy and I deserve to like show up when I'm excited about something or passionate about something. And so I've been working through all of this, like this past week, especially it's been really coming up, but I realized that I do care a lot about what other people think about me. Um, or I just like give fucks about what they think and like, I don't want to be annoying or like whatever's. Um, so that's something I've been working through this week. And this card again that I drew was like, you got the love. It's really telling us to like tune into our own self love. And like, we have to be the ones that show up like for our dharmas. We have to be the ones that 
hold the frequency, that hold the space, that hold the light. And if it's too much for other people, like they really can fuck off. And so that's something I've been really like tapping into that I'm excited to tap into that. And then, oh, okay. So I also took, I was, I was actually also talking to my friend about this, this weekend, this weekend. And she was kind of like walking me through it too about like her opinions on it because she really doesn't care that much about what people think about her anymore. Like to a certain degree at work and in corporate, but also like she wants to do a good job and like show up, but also like she doesn't have it. Like how I have this sometimes debilitating thing of like worrying so much about what other people think about me. And so she was saying how her coach, her business coach was like also talking about this this week about how she overcame it. And she was like, oh, I just made the choice one day that it's causing me more pain and like more suffering to worry so much what other people think about me. It's causing me to not show up, to not show my light. So she's like, one day I just made the decision. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, it's in the way of my purpose. It's in the way of my vision. I'm just going to show up and follow my passions and excitements. And like, it is what it is. And she just made that choice to step into a different like identity and frequency. And it really can be that simple. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm doing that this week too. Then like, I don't care anymore what other people think about me. So I started sharing a little more of my stories about things that actually like, like dumb shit that like, I just get excited about. Like my pink Starbucks drink. It's like, I sometimes think that things that I want to share are just so dumb and irrelevant that no one cares that it's like, why am I showing that? But then it's like, who, if I want to show it, I can show it. So anyways, I've been leaning more into that. And so I was like, I'm making the choice in this moment to not care what other people think about me and to just share whatever I want to share. And then I also was telling her how I signed up for a course from Kinsey Madsen. I think it's, and, um, it was called, um, I think it was called like villain school or something. Basically it was like one of her master classes that she put on a flash sale to, um, to step into like your inner villain. And it's really supposed to be like a way to step into this like badass version of yourself to stop caring what other people think about you. So I'm also going to finish that, um, this weekend. I'm really excited, but yeah. So anyways, my point is again, if you have been feeling like you really do care what other people think about you, it's been holding you back. You're kind of scared to like shine your light or like just be happy. And like, for me, I think I was called so many times like ditzy or valley girl or like dumb, almost like I have this idea. I don't know if someone ever called me this or why I just have this idea of like a golden retriever, like just being like, someone who's dumb like a golden retriever dog who's just like so excited about little things in life and like so happy to where they're almost like dumb to I think someone did tell me this before to where it's like oh I'm I'm I must be dumb to be so happy because I don't really see what's going on or like I don't see like the realism like I'm not realistic enough and it's actually a freaking choice to be very positive like I know what's going on like I I'm very intuitive I see all sides of what's going on I see freaking negative shit all the time but it's a choice to be happy it's a choice to be a solution giver it's a choice to be a problem solver it's a choice to like still see things still see the cup half um, <clears throat> half full instead of half empty. It's a conscious choice 
to be like this. And so it's not that I'm dumb. It's not that I don't realize the scope of things. It's that I'm genuinely a happy ass person. So there's a repressive nature and there's a reactive nature of being um, serious. This, the, the shadow of seriousness and the frigid aspect is someone who's essentially frozen. Like it's not okay. In the book, it says that frigidity here is not used so much in the, in the sexual sense, but in a much broader context to describe the freezing of one's sensuality. These people hide from life out of fear of their own bodies. If you do not like your body, your vital energy turns sour. Such people lose touch with the juiciness of life. You can see this reflected in their lifestyle, clothes, and particularly in their faces, which manifest their fear through a permanently pinched expression. And when such people begin to enjoy the beauty of being in their body rather than worrying about what they look like, they release the inner warmth buried deep within their whole being and that begins to thaw out. And then the reactive nature or like frivolous is called being frivolous and this is an overreaction to seriousness. So these people pretend to really enjoy life and from the outside, they appear to take nothing seriously. However, if you scratch the surface of such a person, you will soon find that they're in fact highly emotionally reactive and harbor a huge amount of anger. This anger will explode sooner or later because these people have an investment in being seen as lighthearted, laid back, and jovial. When the facade is broken, usually when someone is honest with them, they reveal how deadly seriously they actually take life. As a pattern, frivolousness runs away from the truth, and such people usually reflect this in their relationships, which are generally short-lived and numerous. So another way that, so that's another way that seriousness can like appear. And so if I think back to my own life, if I am trying to be something that I'm not, and I'm like not allowing myself to like be in the present moment, be really excited about things and like happy. And, and if I'm just focusing in my mind so much about what is my next step? What am I doing? What's the next opportunity that's going to open up for me and just be so lost in this seriousness. It's like a really dried up yucky state of being. And then the gift is delight. And the city, which is the enlightened state, is ecstasy. And so through through the gift of delight, which would be like the living the path of delight, we can reach the ecstasy state. And I really love this example that they gave in the book. So basically he was talking about how say if someone trained their whole life to win a golden medal, right? Like in the Olympics, they, they were an athlete. They trained their whole life to win a golden medal in the, in the Olympics. And they got to the day before they were supposed to compete to win the golden medal. And the day before they were supposed to compete, they got extremely ill. They felt extremely ill and had to go to the hospital and they could no longer compete because they were so sick. But in the hospital, they met their wife. And from there, they ended up getting married, having kids and like living such a beautiful life. And like they found their purpose afterwards, like the real purpose of their life. And so in the moment, they could have like not noticed that missing the opportunity to compete to win this golden medal. If they were so wrapped up from not being present to it, then it might seem like the worst day of their life. But actually, like in hindsight is the only time it says that we can like really um they say that 
in hindsight is the only time that we can really see like why things happen for a reason. Like we can't tell in the moment, like it doesn't make sense in the moment, but through hindsight, we can see like, oh, that's why that happened. Then they'll be able to appreciate that. And instead of like being so upset about not winning the medal or being able to compete, if they're just living in their present everyday moment, they'll be so happy that they met their wife and like life just keeps unfolding. And they realize like, oh, in my mind, I could have thought that I was training for this my whole life to like compete. And that was my purpose. But I actually realized that all of that led up to being right here to meet my wife. And now my true purpose is unfolding. And so essentially it's like, instead of being so serious in life and so like, okay, what's the next step? What do I have to do? Instead, if we can just live in the present moment, live in the gift of delight and just be so delighted and surprised by everything that's happening and like being in the present moment and just like on the journey of following things that excite us and like light us up and like, you know, signing up for the course that makes you so excited. Like me signing up for the master keys course with Marie Henning to study Gene Keys for like six to nine months. Like this shit is so exciting to me. And not because there's going to be any specific outcome that's going to come from it, but it's just like, that is what my soul really wants. I'm really freaking excited about it. Like I just need to keep tuning into the things that I'm doing that make me feel really good instead of worrying about like, okay, where's my career going and my corporate job? How can I make more money in my corporate job? Do I need to look for another recruiting role? Like, what do I need to do? Instead, it's like, I've really realized this today. It's like, I need to just chill, tune into the things that make me feel good, keep up my practices, like my spiritual practices that make me feel good. Keep like loving spending time with George, loving spending time with my friends, loving like literally walking in nature and like looking at plants that make me feel good and just like looking at these mysteries of life and living in a present moment, everything is going to unfold. And that's what's the the other two cards that I drew today that I'm so excited to share with you is literally this. So I feel like this is for someone if you're listening to this. I feel like some part of this message has to also be for you because I so I felt so called to share this. Um this is another little snippet I love in the book. It says, to have your dreams come true in life, you only have to remember this one thing. Stop being so serious. And then basically, once we move once we move and live in the gift of being delighted and just like being so excited um, with life, then we get to the ecstasy state. And that is kind of like this like orgasmic energy that comes in waves. And it's like ecstasy is your state whenever your mind comes to complete rest. So whenever we're being pulled back into the world to take action or to like do something, like react to something, then ecstasy goes away. But once we're able to come back and our mind slows down and we're able to shut it off, that is when we go back into an ecstasy state. So it's kind of like going in and out. It kind of like oscillates. And Yes. Okay. So that's so beautiful. Now the other two cards that I drew right now, um, one was perspective and it says none of this matters. Zoom out common ground. Again, when I was reading about this, it was like, dude, like stop. And it's funny because I feel like on every episode I'm talking about the same thing or like the message is always the same, but the spirit spirit universe is telling me, stop being so wrapped up in like what trying to figure out mentally 
what is my next step? What am I supposed to do? What is my purpose? And instead, zoom out, zoom out, out, out. And on the card, it's like this vast black space. And like the the earth is so far away. It's a little dot. And it's like, we are these spiritual beings inhabiting these earth suits, as they say. And we're here to have an earthly 3D experience. We're here to experience what it's like to be a human. We're here to experience the vast realms of emotions and like deep, deep despair, deep pain, deep sorrow, and like deep joy, deep ecstasy, all of the Cidic enlightened states. And like, I know how it feels to like want to get to the end point and be like, okay, I want to be successful. I want to have make have made impact. I want to be so far along, but really our, our goal here on earth while we're in these bodies is to really just enjoy the journey and to just feel everything. It's like more like in the mundane moments of our life that, that is living, you know? And like, that's where we're going to spend more time. It's not necessarily in these like extreme ecstasy states or enlightened states. It's more of just like in the everyday moment path. And so this card is just reminding us to like zoom out. We're not that in a way we're not that important because we are important. We are very special, but also we're like, we're part of the whole. And when we see the world through, what can I get out of it? What is my purpose? Like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to be successful? We're making it all about us and we're kind of forgetting like everyone else exists and we're actually just a part of the whole. And so it really gives us a perspective shift to be like, oh my God, like it's not that serious. Like it's not that serious. It's not a big deal. The card even says none of this matters. Zoom out common ground, which isn't that crazy that that's the card I drew, which the shadow frequency was that I was talking about in the gene keys was seriousness. And then this is saying like, none of this matters. It's not that serious. It's pretty crazy. And then the other card that I drew was weight. And it says, it's not yet time. Things are being woven. And so it has this like really beautiful picture of this like angelic like ethereal looking woman and she's in space floating in space and she's like standing over this like really beautiful like vortex kind of looks like a vortex and she's kind of like moving it around and like moving things and so what I get from this card is like the universe is saying like again don't be in a rush. Just wait. Like things are being put into place for you. And all you have to do is just be in the present moment and do things that excite you and that light you up and keep following those little breadcrumbs and everything is, is being prepared for you. Like literally everything. If we were meant to have it already, we would have it already. So we're just like, it's not time, obviously. Like whatever you want that you don't have yet, it's just not time yet. Otherwise you would have it. So we're actually in the perfect exact place that we're supposed to be right now. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. We would be somewhere else, further along or whatever, further back, whatever, you know, like not really looking at time and space, but we would have whatever we wanted if we were supposed to have it already. So we're actually in perfect timing wherever we're at right now and everything is working out for us. Best case scenario. So yeah, so those are the the cards I drew right before coming on. And then again, I just wanted to kind of share with you like how when you start working with the gene keys, <clears throat> things can kind of just like come up in your life it's like it's a new way that I'm finding that spirit is communicating with me and like wants to give me messages is using the gene keys so it'll be like through an animal I also need to look up lizard because 
Um, we have lizards that live near here. I saw them all the time at my mom's house and here in our apartment too. Like they're always like waiting on the stairs for me when I go up the apartment. I'm like, oh, hi, sir. Hello, lizard. Good morning, lizard. And now like before they used to run away really fast and now they're just like staying there. And I'm like, today when I was walking up the stairs, I even kind of like tapped one with my um, foot because I was like, hello are you alive I literally thought he was dead because he was like just waiting there for me and like would not leave and then he moved and like ran away so I was like oh my god like you're just literally not afraid of me at all so I need to look up lizards but um yeah it's just really fun to not only contemplate our own gene keys but spirit universe is talking to me through the other jinkies and giving me like lessons and like teaching me things and it keeps showing me things like again through animals like the dream arc animals you can just look up the totem if you google um gene keys and animal totem or just go to their website there's a list that has like all of the animals for each of the shadows gifts and city frequencies and then if something keeps showing up in your life you might already look up animal the spiritual meaning behind animals now but this is even cooler because now you can contemplate that gene key and really have some cool shit to freaking contemplate so i started my master key training um this weekend and i really like what maria was saying was like the gene keys is so cool because it gives us a direction and it gives us as uh as generators, but you don't have to be a generator, something to respond to. So say if you, she was saying how like, say if you're in a room, someone put you in a room and they're like, okay, for the next 24 hours, contemplate your life. And that's all they tell you. It's like, okay, there could be so many possibilities that you can contemplate that it might be very overwhelming. And for me, it would be like annoying. I would be like agitated, irritated, annoyed, like overwhelmed and I I don't know what I would think about but if someone put you in a room and said okay for the next 24 hours I want you to contemplate your life's work which is for me it's gate 54 jinky 54 so it's aspiration so it's like okay what is what does aspiration mean to me what would the gift of aspiration mean? What would the enlightened state of ascension mean? What does it mean to ascend spiritually, materially, physically? What does it mean? That gives me somewhere to like go to in my mind and to really play with. Whereas like if you're just like not given anything to think about, it can be like, okay, what's the point of this? Or like frustrating. So anyways, that's why I really love the Gene Keys. And I'm so excited to um, just dive more into it and to help anyone as well that like wants to understand their gene keys. Super excited to um, help through readings. So I think this week is going to be a shorter one. Again, this was just kind of like a message that wanted to come through the overall message of like, don't take life too seriously. The path of delight and just being excited for life and following the next step and like we have time it's like we have time and we don't have time like we want to be of highest impact shine our light share our gifts let the world know we're here to help them especially in these challenging times of war in times that are like people okay so I also I also just have to say this people are acting out and 
essentially going crazy because in the collective, we're in the shadow frequencies. So we're all connected, right? We're all connected as a whole. And those of us that are on the spiritual path and that are doing this work to work on ourselves and to work on our minds and to essentially ascend, it's like we are doing the work to ascend to the higher frequencies. But as a collective, we're all still in the shadow frequencies. And that's why it's like everything is coming up right now feels really shitty, very dangerous, murders, like war, so many like crazy shit is happening. And it's been happening for years, but it's just like bringing more to light right now because we're, we're here to like really shift it. And so it's like everything is coming to light so that we can all see it. And then hopefully as a collective shift it. And it takes those of us that are on this path of like spiritual leadership and wanting to help people ascend and change their patterns, change their behavioral patterns. It's like, we are needed more than ever as light workers to step up and share our gifts with the world and help people in whatever way feels good. Do we need to have it all figured out before we help people? No. Do we need to have this like huge purpose life goal before we start putting ourselves out there and like offering services? Absolutely not. Like whatever you're excited about right now and like feels good to you and you want to help people and you think you can make them feel a little bit better, like do that. Instead of thinking about how can I totally transform someone and like heal them? Just think about what is the little tiny fraction of work that you can help someone with on their healing journey, because they're going to take you. They're going to need a team of 20, 30 other people, their spirit guides themselves to also do the healing. So like you don't have to do it for them. You're not here to solve the, the whole problem for somebody or to completely heal somebody or transform the whole world. You're just here to offer your little section of goodness, of juiciness that you really like to do that lights you up and that you're like a genius at and do that and help them with that little piece. And then that's going to unlock something in them that's going to help them go on to the next step. So instead of putting all of this pressure on yourself to like transform people and, and like, because that's what really held me back in the past was thinking of like, I don't know if I'm good enough to like completely transform someone. I don't know how to share what I've been through over the last so many years of like healing myself. And like, I don't know how to show someone else how to do that, but I'm not, I'm not required to. I can just do what I want to do. And what I want to do right now is human design and gene keys. I want to help people understand themselves as an individual so that they can literally. Oh, I wish I had it. I want to read it to you. I want the, I want to put this thing on my website, but basically it's talking about how the goal of like the gene keys and like human design is like individualization to where it's like we as a person get to know ourselves so deeply that we become this whole person no matter who we're in front of. So it's like we we are becoming whole like spiritually, mentally, physically, um, financially, and we are like a whole sovereign person to where like now we're not reacting to our triggers as much, but we're more responding to life. We're more compassionate. We're sovereign. We are strong in our core and we are of higher frequency more of the time than being in our shadows. And we're able to just hold space and like help humanity move forward instead of being in such a shadow reactive state all of the time. So if all of us just worked on our own healing of ourselves, we would literally, that would 
solve all the problems and heal the world. So whatever you feel called to do to help people heal a tiny fraction of themselves, do that and just do that and turn your light all the way up so that people can find you. Like you're ready now, start doing that. And together, that's how we can really change the world. So yeah, I feel like that's what wanted to come through. This was a little bit chaotic. Again, it wasn't that put together or planned. Um, I feel like it's more of just a transmission. So hopefully it came through. Hopefully it makes sense. I hope that if you listen to this episode all the way through, I hope it resonated. I hope it was meant for you and you got something out of it. Okay. So I hope you have such a beautiful week. It is um, Halloween on Tuesday. Right now it is Sunday, October 29th, 2023. We have Halloween on Tuesday. And then we're going to be moving into the holiday season. And oh, the other thing that I wanted to say too is that it's a full moon. So yesterday was a full moon. And I follow this account, this Instagram account that's all about like San Diego news. And it was talking about like a lot of stabbings and shootings that happened this weekend. Um, I think there was like a lot of costume parties, a lot of Halloween parties around San Diego. And there was like so many shootings and stabbings at these parties, like more than usual, even one at, um, at Otay Lakes Mall in Chula Vista, which is like a really nice mall. And there was a shooting at, I think it was like Nova Brewery, um, because there was just like an altercation between two groups of people. That's what they say so far. It wasn't like an active shooter. And then at the house parties, it was like stabbings and shootings of probably just people being in altercations and again it's like it's kind of expected it's like a full moon people are a little more like emotionally reactive and it's like this is what happens when people are in their shadows and their shadow frequencies and they're reacting from anger and fear and they're not able to take a minute pause you know use their higher brain to solve problems and to like get out of solution, like to create solutions. Instead, it's a very reactive, um, violent type of energy. And that's what the collective is in right now. So it's being magnified and like, and also if you add in the idea of like drinking and using drugs and like mind altering substances, it's like, we're not in our, our soul is not fully in the being at that time, especially if someone is like blacked out. And so it's like, a perfect mixture for disaster. And so I just wanted to share that because I I was like, wow, this is a lot. I don't watch the news. Like I literally don't watch the news. I don't read the newspapers, but I do follow that Instagram account just to kind of see like what's going on. Cause they also share like positive things too. But I was like, geez, it has not been this like crazy of like negativity. Um, and I feel like it's just really being amplified right now. So people are stressed out. People are not taking care of themselves. They're not taking care of their bodies and they're just reacting. And a lot of people's lives are being ruined, not just the people who are dying, but the people who are going to be in jail now from murdering people when they, you know, sit there and they're in their right minds and they're like, what the hell did I do when I was reacting from a extreme heightened emotion place. And so it's very important that we learn how to, you know, master our emotions and also help the collective 
with emotional intelligence and learn how to really take care of themselves. Okay. So that's the last little thing I want to say. Um, I don't want to be negative, but I do just want to say like, it is really important. Like people are wiling out, out there. So we got to stay vigilant. We are here to help. We are here to just be of service. So love you guys so much. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time. Bye.